welcome to the St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast where we're smarter, tougher, and sharper. I'm your host, Mike Russo, and today we're doing something a little different to celebrate one of our favorite shows that just recently ended, um, DuckTales 2017. Um, it ended just a week and a half ago as of this recording, and um, I figured I'd bring in a few friends of mine who are really big DuckTales fans to say goodbye to the show, give it its due. Um, we're going to do a round table. I'm going to throw out some questions, get some answers, favorite characters, favorite episodes, Darkwing stuff, and we're just going to have a good time. This will be a two-part episode, so we can cover as much as we can. I think this show deserves it because... I loved it. It's already feeling like it's a big hole in my viewing schedule. I'm going to miss it a lot. It was a lot of fun while it lasted. But joining me tonight are my friends Bill Yudesky, Stan Lunn, and Tori Stone. Hi, guys. Hello. 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 (laughs) Well, thank you guys for being on tonight. I picked you guys because I know each of you loves DuckTales 2017. For sure. it was a really great show, and again, I'm going to miss it. I don't know about the rest of you guys, but I already feel it. Like It just seems so weird to know it's not coming back. We're not waiting for new episodes. It's over. How do you feel about that, Stan? It's a little on the depressing side, but I'm hopeful that something will come down the pipeline sooner or later that will bring some or maybe all the characters back for something. There is going to be a podcast, I think, uh, like a nine, ten episode podcast with the voice cast. I think it's called This Duckburg Life, hosted by Huey. Yeah. I, I don't quite know exactly what they're doing with that, but it sounds interesting. It'll be nice to hear the characters again. I know the kids, Scrooge, Gyro, Beakley, Launchpad, they're all going to be in it. Della, I think. That's something. Yeah, and I believe there were some uh, additional videos, some uh, additional content. Uh, I can't remember what outlet it was right now, but I do remember seeing some videos where uh, I think they did like a a small little roundtable panel of like their memories and their thoughts on the show. Um, You know, I I believe you're referring to the Entertainment Weekly video that had yeah. the voice cast do the first 10 minutes of the final episode, and then they just discussed the show for a while, and I think Angonis and Youngberg showed up too at the end of it as well. Yes. I've seen most of that, not the whole thing. That was yeah. cool. And yeah, how are you definitely... feeling? I'm sorry, Bill, what did you say? I was just going to say that was definitely a neat little video. Well, how are you feeling, Bill, now that the show is over? Oh, I mean, I'm just as bummed out as uh, as much as you guys, and I'm sure many other fans. Um, it it just seemed to come. I mean, I know. Well, aside from the past uh, four years and the fact that this this past year itself has just come and gone and flown by, uh, it just seems like it was just yesterday when I started watching it. And the fact that we're here talking about it, what, 69 episodes later, it's crazy to think that they gave us so much and uh they they really came out in spades they gave us a terrific show i i enjoyed it everything seems so sudden because we were all geeking out about let's get dangerous only a few months ago and then like not long after that they hit us hard with the fact that the show was ending and then the last few episodes aired and we're already done (laughs) it's not even like this is the final season here's the season it's like no, it's it's over. Here's four more episodes and we're done. 
So it definitely seemed very surreal. Right. How about you, Tori? How are you feeling about the end of the series? I feel like that it's good that it didn't get dragged out, but like it could have had, we could all have seen at least one more season, but at least it didn't get to that point where it's like dragged out forever and it's not very good anymore. So there's That's always true. that to hope for. I mean, to be okay with. Yeah, I mean, my family watched the Big Hero 6 series. The first two seasons was great, and then something happened in season three, and everything about it was changed. It was nowhere near as good as it was, and it makes me kind of wish it had ended at two seasons. So I'm, I'm happy DuckTales ended while it was still as good as it always was. Right. So... Why don't we get started with our roundtable? I'm going to ask a series of questions, and each of you will get a chance to answer. And then we'll go over, and I'll, I'll answer as well. And I'm going to start with my very first question. How did you get started with DuckTales 2017? How did you first hear about it? When did you first start watching it? Uh, Bill, you can start with this question. Okay. Uh, so uh, for me, m most of the information that I get uh, online comes through Facebook. Um, I follow a lot of the, uh, I guess, um, you know, the original Disney Afternoon uh, actors, writers, um, uh, animators, and uh, people that have worked on the previous shows. And when you uh, when they started giving hints that there was something coming. Uh, I was pretty excited, and then eventually, I think it might have been Entertainment Week Weekly uh, on their website that uh, first announced about it, and they had that um, first photo or image, I should say, of uh, Scrooge and the, uh, all the kids and uh, Mrs. Beakley, um, and I was really jazzed up for that, so I, I, I told myself, I, I can't miss out on this. Yes, it's going to be a a different experience from what I grew up with, I'm sure, because, you know, 30 years has passed, but mm -hmm. um, I, uh, I I made a goal to try to be uh, on top of watching the episodes as they came out, and I believe at the time they came out on Disney XD, um, which at the time was a part of my cable package, so I think I, I was able to catch at least the first uh, season, maybe even uh, half of the second season, completely uh, as it happened so how about you stan what was your history with ducktales 2017 well i first heard about it i want to say some website online possibly even from you know mutterings on facebook and needless to say i was very intrigued since i grew up with the original ducktales and i started watching it from the premiere date and i've kept up more or less with every episode right when it aired. Tori? Well, I was like, I've always been a big fan of animation and I've been like keeping up with the panels and stuff of announcing new shows. And they released the first, um, that I think you all remember that first uh, promotional image for it where they're all in that like safari car and they're all right. riding along. And I thought the character designs looked really cute. And I was surprised at how like similar yet very different it looked. And what intrigued me most were the people attached to it. Like Dana Terrence was there on the first season before she got her own show, who had previously worked on Gravity Falls. And then also Kate Micucci was voicing Webby, was who had voiced Sadie in Steven Universe. And I always like supporting um people like I knew their work and I knew 
that if they were involved in the show that it was likely going to be very good. So my answer to this, I think I heard about it from the very first announcement. And I think for all of us, that would have been early 2015. So there was like a two and a half year buildup for this. And especially got a lot more agonizing when I think it was sometime in 2017 when we found out Darkwing was going to be involved in some way. <laughs> um, so that made it even more agonizing because you knew we were getting something good. I stayed up until midnight to catch the very first airing of the very first episode. That's how dedicated I was with this. And we ended up watching every one on Disney now. We never we've actually cut cable. We don't we don't have it. We don't watch regular over the air cable. Um, we watched it on Disney now every episode that way. Um, and we m never missed it. The day they did, the day it would drop would be the day we watched it. Um, and I, I, I loved it. And it was just a part of our routine. Whenever there were new episodes, we made sure to watch it. And, um, yeah, so that's my history with it. And let's move on to question number two. The question was going to be favorite episode, but we're all Darkwing Duck fans. And I knew it was going to happen if I didn't specify Let's choose a non-Darkwing Duck episode. So I'm going to ask favorite non-Darkwing episodes. So it can't be Duck Knight Returns, and it can't be Let's Get Dangerous. Tori, what's your favorite episode, going by that criteria? Well, I thought really long and hard about it, and I thought that I have favorite episodes that for a lot of different reasons. And I was going to go with a more modern episode, but I went with... Um, we went with uh, the season one episode Golden Lagoon of White Agony Plains because that episode has a lot of rewatchability to me and it's one of my favorites. I think it's hilarious and it's fun. I've watched it more than probably any episode and it was the first episode with Goldie O'Gill and it made me immediately like go back to the original series and watch every single episode she was in. Like I looked up on Wikipedia what episode she was in and went and watched all of those and she became one of my favorite characters. And so I would say that episode because it has a lot of memories with it. You can cheat and give me a runner up episode if you want. I think uh, it would probably be Astroboid. That was a good one. I like that episode. So how about you, Bill? Favorite non-Darping episode? Uh, well, uh, yeah, uh, this uh, excluding the Darkwing uh, episodes, of course. Um, I also had to think uh, pretty hard about it myself, um, but I had to finally go with the Moonvasion episode because I felt like that was uh, such a huge wrap-up from that entire uh, season. Um, that was a terrific finale, especially with the incorporation of uh, Della into the whole uh, DuckTales uh, uh, anthology there. Um, but yeah, it, it just, it was this whole, uh, almost Avengers like, uh, culmination of characters. And I know that, you know, every season always seemed to end that way, but Moonvasion was, uh, it, it's such a great finale to a season. And, uh, that was such a great storyline they built up throughout that entire season. And, um, I, I thought it was well done. And of course, uh, Darkwing's in it. So that's uh, really hard to argue with Bill. Yeah, absolutely. Mm hmm do you have a runner-up? My runner-up is going to be Beware of the Buddy System. Oh, gee, I wonder why. 
I know yeah. you didn't put that one in there, excluding for that's Darkwing really episodes. a that that's really a Fenton launchpad episode. The Darkwing thing was just a little bit of a treat, right? <laughs> but that's that's a really great one too. That's that was that was the point where I dropped on my knees and it was like this show is fantastic. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> I agree. That was where everything changed for me with the show. I liked it, but then after that episode, I loved it. Mm-hmm. And Stan. Well, my favorite episode of the series is actually the three-part finale. I think it wrapped everything up in probably the most satisfying way possible. It had some great callbacks, including a very unexpected Disney afternoon show shout-out that I don't think any of us were expecting. No. You know, it had some great Darkwing scenes. It you know, it revealed a lot of the questions we had been, you know, really wanting to know the answers of. I think they did it perfectly. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely going to agree with that, Stan. That was a really great way to end the series. It makes me okay that there isn't a season four because that finale was just so well done. That was, that was perfect. I agree with you. What is your runner up? My runner-up would probably be the lost cargo of Kit Cloud Kicker. Oh, yeah? Oh, I heard somebody applauding. Who's applauding? It was Bill. (laughs) Guess who? Mr. Kit Cloud Kicker over there. Uh Yeah, I thought the handle tailspin callback fairly well. I know some folks weren't entirely happy with the voice actor they got for Kit or Kit's design, but... I I think they they did it correctly because I think you know they showed that he tried to emulate Baloo and that wasn't where his life was supposed to lead. Right. It was a very loving tribute to Tailspin. Between they they even played some of the Tailspin music. They used Baloo's last name that they only used ever once in the original show, Von Bruenwald. Um, of course, you had Don Carnage and Molly. So that was a really good episode. I, I will agree with you there, Stan. Um, in terms of my two fav, my two favorites, my top and my runner-up, it kind of has they have one thing in common. I'm gonna say my favorite is the 87 cent solution. But that's okay. the name of it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. The one where Scrooge loses 87 cents and slowly starts to go insane. <laughs> I think that's just a great bottle episode where it's just has nothing to do with the overarching plot of the season. It's just this one plot. It throws in a lot of the characters, you know, Gizmoduck, Launchpad, Manny. And I just think it's a fantastic Glomgold episode. Yes. And I heard someone say that that episode felt the most like an original DuckTales episode. It did. That might have been me. That's one of the reasons why I love it. It feels like an original DuckTales episode. It deals with the money bin. It deals with Scrooge's mania over his money. Gizmoduck doesn't get a, a, a large role, but he's in it. So that feels very retro DuckTales. And it's very hard to argue that the scene at the end where Glomgold comes into the funeral, wearing the white suit with the money glasses and just dancing and gyrating all over the place is one of the best Glomgold moments in the entire show. <laughs> Yeah, he was, a, he was a breakout character for sure. He really was great. But you know what? We, we'll, we'll get back to Glomgold. 
But actually, no, I'm going to keep talking about Glomgold because my <laughs> runner-up runner is Glomtails. From that hilarious opening theme song, CG, it's so fancy. And then they had Ma Beagle and Mark Beeks and Don Carnage and Magica. It was their show. And I like Louie. He's he's my favorite nephew. So it was a Louie show. And I just love how everybody turns on Glomgold. They know it's a trick. And I just really enjoy that episode. I like that one a lot. And you can tell who one of my favorite characters is just based on the two episodes I picked. Um, and by your profile picture on Facebook. And by my current profile picture on Facebook. Yes, absolutely. I made sure to, I picked one of them screaming. So that really fits me very well. Um, so let's move on to the next question. What is your favorite character who appeared in the original show? Stan, we'll start with you. Well, my favorite character that was on the original show that is in the new show is Webby. I think they really improved a lot from the original Webby because I did not like Webby back in the original DuckTales days, but 2017 Webby is awesome. No argument there. And then by the time we get to the series finale, she feels like a, she feels like an even bigger character than she was. Just everything yeah. you learn about her. Uh, do you have Do you have a second favorite, Stan? From the old show, probably yeah. Glomgold would be my second favorite. All right, he's everyone's hero. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Tori, how about you? Uh, who's your favorite character who appeared in the original show? Well, I think by my previous answer, you could tell that it would be uh, Goldie O'Gilt. I know a lot of people were. Um, upset about the changes they made to her that her hair wasn't gray anymore and that she like wasn't as um uh what's the word i'm looking for out in like the country and everything but i really right. liked the changes i like both versions i think both versions are very unique and fun and i like that um they actually explain her uh blonde hair instead of the uh gray hair it's not just like there for no reason but I really I like think, the character. I think Allison Janney was really great with that character. Was she was a very good choice. That was a fantastic choice. A lot of their casting choices were really great. Do you have a second favorite, Tori? Um, it would probably be... I really liked Mrs. Beakley. I really like what they did with her character. Yeah, she was great. I agree. And especially after the final, she became a lot deeper. I, do, I did enjoy mm -hmm. her, too. How about you, Bill? Favorite character from the original show? Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with uh, uh, Stan. Uh, I'm also a big Webby fan. She, um, she was definitely a major improvement from the original uh, show. Um, you know, I, I mean, it was, it was cute and sweet uh, the way Webby and the, the nephews were in the uh, original. But, you know, having them, uh, you know, not just Webby. But all the nephews, uh, or the, the nephews as well, all have their own separate personalities. But Webby's really stood out because it was just something fun and almost, uh, it almost kind of harkened a little bit to Goslin in, in the original Darkwing series because she she was, you know, she, she was uh, fierce in her own right. Um, you know, she still was very bubbly and optimistic and everything like that, but she was the uh, the the master. 
uh, adventure adventurer, and uh, I just loved uh, what they did with the character, you know. And, and Kate, she was uh, she brought a lot of uh, spirit to that role. Oh, she sure did. I think Webby brought the entire show together. Yeah. And who's your runner-up as far as favorite original characters go from the original series? Uh, I mean. My runner-up, uh, and I know it, it, it's a little slightly, uh, or, well, it, it is uh, slightly different from the original incarnation, but um, it's it's got to be probably Fenton slash Gizmo Duck. Um, I've always been a Gizmo Duck fan, and um, I, I thought it was a, a unique spin on the role. I mean, it was really cool to diversify the entire uh, cast, you know, adding a little more. Um, you know, ethnic heritage to the characters. And, uh, you know, I, in seeing interviews of Lin-Manuel Miranda talk about his love for the original series, um, you know, not just re- completely relying on his star power, I think he really had a lot of uh, just genuine character to bring to, to Fenton. So I, I thought it was uh, actually fun seeing him in that, uh, in that role. Awesome. Awesome, Bill. So my answer for this, I kind of waffled back and forth on these two. Um, I'm, I'm just going to say my favorites, probably just I'm just going to say Glomgold, because every <laughs> single time he shows up, he's just hilarious. There isn't an episode where he's in that I'm not smiling whenever he's on screen. Like me and my wife had this habit when we'd watch the episode and he'd show up. We would both be like, of course, it's Glomgold. And he was just always so funny. And like the voice was great, and let's let's admit it, the original Glomgold from the old show was just a stock '80s cartoon villain, but this one was just a complete lunatic, and I love that about him. He's he, I loved it. Like he, I think he's my favorite. I wish he was in more episodes. I never got I never got tired of him. Um, my runner up, I'm gonna say Launchpad, as different as he is from the original Launchpad. I think he came together when we found out how much he loved Darkwing Duck. So I think we saw a lot of ourselves in him. And the more they used him, the more I loved him. And especially in Duck Knight Returns, just just to see he had something he was passionate about. And it made him a deeper character and gave him a soul. And I just love it. During the last adventure, he actually gets to become Gizmo Duck. And it turns out he's a big reason why both Fenton and Darkwing became the heroes they were. And, yeah. I, and I think that really makes Launchpad special. In some way, it makes him even more special than the original, who was always a third wheel to characters like Scrooge and Darkwing. But here, like, he seems like he's the heart. He's the reason these characters became who they were. And I love that about him. I wish he could have showed up in more episodes. And it's really a shame we might not see more of him, even if Darkwing gets rebooted, you know? Um, So next question, favorite brand new character? I'm going to start with Bill. Uh, Well, I'm going to go with Lena. She was just such a unique character that they created for this show. Um, I didn't know. I, I, I guess I didn't expect her to go so far in the series and to see her evolve. Um, but yeah, she was she was perfect. And I honest, honestly, I really didn't realize they were going to use her uh, from the get go as a, I guess, a, uh, uh, a means to bring Magicka in. But maybe I was being naive. 
But uh, yeah, I, I thought she was fantastic. I, I thought um, Lena was such a such an awesome character. I didn't like her at first, but she really started to grow on me. Mm-hmm. She definitely did. Um, do you have a second favorite out of all the new characters that were created for the show? Um, uh, offhand, I, I don't know. I, I yeah, I, I, I don't know. I can't really, well, oh, wait, I know my second favorite character. That'd probably be Della. Um, yeah. Yeah. Della's, well, uh, Della's, Della's somebody that we've always known or well known about in the duck universe, but we never saw in the original. So when they brought her in for this series, uh, I thought it was great. That's awesome. Yeah, I love her too. But I'll but I'll get to that. Uh, Stan, favorite oh. new character? My favorite new character would also be Lena. <laughs> I think they wrote her very well. She was a nice foil at times to to Webby, you know, and a good friend to her. And I love the fact that she started out, you know, as just you know Magica's shadow, but she actually came into her own and became her own person. Right. And how about second runner-up character, if you have one? And that would also be Della. Again, great I'm new character. A <laughs> <laughs> you know, she was a great new addition. I, you know, she she has the adventurous spirit. She kind of reminds me of what Goslin might be grown up. Yeah, I can see that. I can definitely see that. And so, how about you, Tori? Favorite new character? I really loved Boyd. I know he wasn't in a, a whole lot of episodes. I just think because they ran out of time for him. And I, <laughs> I would have really liked to see him in more episodes. He didn't get in, introduced to the second season, and then he didn't show up a lot until season three. But like the, two, the two episodes he's in, I think he really shines. And it gives Gyro so much more depth. And I think that especially that episode after Void has so much heart to it. And I can see him like, he's very similar to Lena. If you think about it created for an evil purpose, but like comes into their own based on the people around him. I, I like his positivity, regardless of what happens. <laughs> Hi, I'm ahead now. <laughs> he's, 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 he's not anywhere. I don't, you know, I wouldn't say he's one of my favorites, but I think he's cute for the episodes he was in. And um, so my favorite of the new character. I'm sorry, Tori. Who's your runner up? It's Violet. And I do not understand the hate she gets because I think she's an amazing character. And Why I is really that? like because she adds a third to I think it was nice for her to be a third to the um, to Webby and Lena. And I think she creates good balance for them as a voice of reason because either one of them had to be. And I yeah. also love her character in general and that she provides Lena with a family because the thing about, I know everybody expected Lena to go live at the mansion with Webby, but the thing about it is that Magica has been on the walls of that mansion. She's always been there and she's never once been with Violet. And I think that gives Lena her own life separate from Webby and it was important that she found that separate from Webby. It would have been really nice was, if they would have uh if they would have like done more with that. I like, know that was like one thing I want to get when we get to that question about um things we wanted to have seen. Okay, so we'll definitely get to that. 
Um, my favorite new character has absolutely got to be Della. I, I think she's great. I love that they finally gave us this character after almost a century of just her being a joke. Oh, she's a terrible mom who left the nephews with Donald. But now we see who she really is, and they have a wonderful way of explaining who, like, what happened to her. Um, and I can't really get into why I love her so much without ruining the most what, another question coming up. <laughs> but I just think she's great. I I love that the kids have a mom. It just it is an emo- It's more of an emotional core now. She's attached to the kids. She's Donald's sister. She's Scrooge's niece, and she's just fun. And her voice is great. She's just a very funny character. And I would have loved to have seen so much more with her. In terms of runner-up character, I guess there aren't a lot of them, honestly. Most of them are from the original show. Um, but I'll say Lena. Like I said, I didn't I didn't like her a lot at first, but I grew to like her a lot. I think she's really great. I do enjoy Lena. But Della's, Della's my top as far as the new characters go. Cool. Um, so... Let's knock this one out super quick. I'm sure we all have at least one character that we hate. Like, everyone's got to have that. There's so many characters on this show. We have to hate at least one. Um, Bill, is there a character that you hate? It's got to be Mark Beeks. Why do you hate Mark Beeks? Uh, I mean, you know, I guess he was... You know, he wasn't like uh, the other villains because uh, uh, the other villains, I feel like, you know, had a little more fleshing out. Uh, Mark Beeks was just kind of almost a stock representation of uh, modernization and um, and, and corporate, uh, um, you know, executives. And it just it just got overbearing when he took that whole social media vibe, uh, I guess, of the modern generation and just amplified that so much that it just got so overbearing. I just, I couldn't really deal with it. But yeah, um, and plus I feel like they, I don't know, I don't know if I want to say it, but I feel like they did overuse him. It it just seemed like it was the same uh, plot every time, uh, especially when Gizmo Duck kind of came into the picture. I mean, he became Gizmo Duck's main adversary, so all his episodes are about Gizmo Duck. I think if they did more with him, I, I liked him in Glom Tales when he wasn't going up against Gizmo Duck. That was fun, and I liked him in Louise Eleven, but I don't like him in the Gizmo Duck episodes. Right. And um, so, Stan, which character do you hate? I hate Doofus Drake. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Um, why do you hate Doofus? So I'm not one of those people that minded the old Doofus that much. I thought he was an okay enough character, but the new Doofus is just so creepy and cringy. I mean, he makes me feel unclean every time he's on screen. I think he's supposed to, but I think they go too far with it. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. Tori, how about you? Is there a character that you hate? Yes. It is Who's Mark it? Beeks. Ah, for his microaggression. Another one for Mark Beeks. Pew, pew, pew. Um, <laughs> yeah. Why do you hate him? Microaggression. Oh, microaggression. Okay. Uh, the character I hate. So we're basically going two for one character, two for the other one. I hated Doofus. 
Um, he kind of redeemed himself in that Life and Crimes episode where Louie actually apologized to him, but that yeah. wasn't enough for me. The other two episodes he was in, especially that birthday party one, he was just insufferable. Like, I didn't like him. I wasn't a big fan of the original, but he was all right. But I feel like they made him... They made him terrible as if to say, here, it's Doofus. We know everyone hates him. Now you can really hate him. <laughs> I like, think you might be right about that, Mike. That's 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 the feeling I got there. Like, they knew everybody hated him, so now it's time to, like, actually feed off that hate. So, yeah, Doofus. So the two for Doofus, two for Mark Beeks. I knew those were going to be the answers to that question. Um, so we're going to wrap up this first part for our saying goodbye to DuckTales 2017 episode with one last question. What was your most emotional moment in the show? I'll start with you, Tori. Mine has to be Della singing the lullaby on the moon. Mm, it gets me I, every time. I'll keep my mouth shut for now. I'll let you talk. Why? Why is that so great? What, why did that make you, why did that make you emotional? It made me so emotional because the fact that she's probably been singing that song to herself all these years and just the lyrics and how it goes so perfectly, that was like the most genius thing they could have ever done with the moon theme that was so iconic for so many people. Mm -hmm. and, and it's just, it was so nice. And the fact that... No words. <laughs> You're probably choked up even talking about it. <laughs> oh, Tori. Um, how about you, Bill? What was your emotional moment, your favorite emotional moment? I completely agree with Tori, and uh, I agree with the uh, Della singing a lullaby. I just, uh, I mean, here I am, a grown man in his late 30s, sitting on my couch, <laughs> hearing the, uh, the moon theme of all instrumentals, uh, just suddenly making even more perfect sense hearing mm -hmm. uh hearing Della sing it about her her kids and it just uh really really gets you it really got me <laughs> I can hear it in your voice it's a kind yeah. of amazing how much this show touched us I swear um how about you Stan well for me the most emotional moment was the reveal that Scrooge kept trying to search for Della and nearly bankrupted himself trying. Right. You know, I mean, that reveal, the fact that, you know, it, it proved that he wasn't just, you know, a miser that wanted to hoard his entire fortune to himself. It proved that he had a heart. He loved his family. He, he would sacrifice whatever he had to for him. And to think that was all Bradford's fault. Yep. I know. That was like that moment in the finale. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. So you know when you just want to punch somebody in the in the TV so much? Yeah. <laughs> I think that was the moment we all really wanted something bad to happen to Bradford. Right? I, I, I think yeah. that's definitely... It's also implied he might have been the reason why Duckworth died. Really? When he, when he <laughs> mentioned he wanted to isolate Scrooge... They make sure when he says that they show a picture of Scrooge putting up Duckworth's, por Duckworth's portrait. So, I didn't realize that. Wow. Well, they don't go out and say it, but it definitely seems like it could be one of those, another one of those things that he did. 
Um, but anyway, for my emotional moment, I have to agree with Tori and Bill. I find it amazing that a duck with a robot leg singing a lullaby based on a 30-year-old NES game to a moon monster could give me all the feels. <laughs> like, it did. Um, I thought it was an amazing use of that song. Like, they played it, like, for fun earlier in the episode as, like, an action piece when she's humming along to it. Right. But then they just throw it out as a lullaby to you. And it was it was gorgeous. Like, I still, like, I get the song stuck in my head all the time. Whenever I rewatch those episodes, I, I can't get it out of my head. And then when Louis sings it to her, oh. like, <laughs> it's so amazing. And um, somebody on YouTube, like, did a cover of that and added her own second verse I'm going to show it to you guys because it's like if you thought it was really nice on the show, this is gorgeous. It will make you cry. Um, But I cannot believe like this show like did that to me. And I'll I'll do a runner up for emotional moment because I absolutely have to. It's the final episode when Bradford's about to fire at Scrooge and Donald picks up the shrapnel and stops the blast. And he's smiling and Scrooge goes, Donald Duck. And because Donald's my man, like even more than Darkwing, I love me some Donald Duck. And I think that was just fantastic. Even when Dell is like, I see a smile. And it's just because he was so miserable throughout the whole show. Yeah. And to like see him so happy to help his family. And did all of us, all of us fail to hold back the tears during the credits of that last episode? It wasn't just me, right? It was not but, just you. I want okay. every TV show now to end with the characters flying, falling out of a plane. <laughs> like, like it was when that started. I tried so hard to like not get choked up, but like by the time the nephews were in the circle with Webby and then Scrooge comes mm-hmm. down, I just didn't care anymore. <laughs> like I just started, and then when it finally ended, I just said out loud, "I'm gonna miss this show." <laughs> I did say it. I did it, actually say it. It got it. I mean, it was a big emotional ride from, from start to finish. And, and when you see all that voice cast, like all these amazing yeah. people who are in this show. Yeah. Like, And of course, it didn't hurt. They stuck Darkwing into the credits. He didn't really have to be in there. He wasn't a main character, but they still put him in there. And, and That's also and, not how weight distribution works. I don't care. It was so great. <laughs> so, um, so let's wipe away our tears and you know compose herself for the next part of this uh, roundtable on DuckTales 2017. Uh, we'll take a break now because we don't want this to run too long. Um, so everybody who's listening, who might be listening to us for the first time, um, thank you for listening first off. And we are the St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. You can find us on all major podcast apps, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, iTunes. We're also on YouTube, uh, Radio Public, Spotify, um, Spotify and iHeartRadio, all these other ones. We're all over the place. And um, and that's it for, t- for this episode. Join us next time where me, Bill, Stan, and Tori um, talk a bit more about DuckTales 2017. Have a good night, everybody. Goodbye. Good Peace. night.